0: sought after for their success, and for consistently putting people first, treating employees and customers with respect, and helping others succeed, now these same CEOs, the Mentors, want to help you achieve your highest level of profitability, success, and personal fulfillment in life, at work, and in business. Now, here's your Mentor. Welcome back
1: to the Mentors. I am Tom Laurie, and I will be the host today. Thank you for joining us. Our topic today and our guide will be around six new rules for the competitive advantage. And our guest mentor is Ram Sharan. Ram is well-known as the world's premier advisor to CEOs, business unit managers, and boards of directors. He has an unparalleled, up-to-date view of how economies and leading companies work and what it takes to succeed in an ever-changing world. His 27 books have sold over 3 million copies includes one of the best-selling books ever, Execution, which he co-authored with Larry Bossidy. His latest book, Rethinking Competitive Advantage, New Rules for the Digital Age, is destined to be another bestseller. Rob, welcome. And as always, it's an honor to be with you. Thanks for sharing your valuable time with my audience. where, Where are you calling us from today?
2: Yeah, I am in Dallas Airport today. I'm honored to be here with you. And I hope there'll be some questions, and I know you will ask questions, and they are the food for me to think more in the future. These sessions are equally important to me because they are learning sessions as well.
1: Well, this won't be a call-in show. We're going to be uh, airing the show on uh, the weekend. so you you yeah. get all, you get yeah. all the tough questions for me and you're you're yeah. used to that. So uh, let's talk about uh, the new the new world we're in. And just as a uh, place to start, as a benchmark, there's a historical pivot today in the business world of what what's really taking place. It has to do with the the digital
2: age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, there is a confluence of three forces today, what I call bends in the road. Some people call it a real disruption. It's a confluence, it's not one thing. One is the digitization is a reality. You digitize or die, that's simple. Number two, we have gone through the experience of COVID. People are learning how to think about the business, but more importantly, how to value employees. That has not been the same extent. And number three is the geopolitical uncertainty that continues going forward. It's a confluence of three things. And those who are public companies, they have the issue of the capital markets. More aggressive move by the activist shareholders and the long-term investors, like institutional investors, fund investors, are now becoming more active where you can shake up a company like Exxon by a person you never heard before, who buys a very small amount of equity, is able to get the support of largest investors, and be able to get three seats on the board that will influence the change in the strategy. At one point, the world's largest energy company. These are the three forces.
1: And let's so we contrast the new rules that you've written about and the book is outstanding and I encourage all of my listeners to grab a copy of it and it's packed and unfortunately we don't have enough time to go through all of the key concepts but we're going to touch on a few of them let's first talk about the old rules which have dominated the uh, business world uh, over the last I don't know 50 60 years uh, and there's yeah. I mean the drive to dominate in business has
2: never changed has it The human beings always want two things. Dominate, and once you dominate, you put on the automatic pilot. And then comes the government and say, you can't do that. It happened many times in the American history. Alcoa, U.S. Steel, Standard Oil of New Jersey. They tried on IBM. They cut AT&T into pieces. So the dominance part is a human thing. Now we discovered these six rules and I had, you know, my life is to produce something that is useful to the pr- practitioner and that is also actionable. So when that comes down, it looks like common sense, looks like obvious, but executing them is the key point.
1: So oh, in the past, uh, I mean, the, the fundamental components of money making are
2: still the same, but the relationships have no. changed. No, 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 see, you could say that, that the fundamentals are right, same. But there are several fundamentals that did not get exercised and relationships have changed. Yeah, you're right on that. And the people who became highly qualified professionals, they ignored some of those fundamentals. Otherwise, the fundamentals are the same, you're right, for a corner grocery store and the same for Jeff Bezos in uh, Amazon. They are exactly the same. He modified a few that people should use today in every retailing. Combination has changed, that's correct.
1: And we built businesses, and I'm thinking about Michael Porter and others, talking about competitive advantages, the brand, reputation, patents, proprietary technology. Some of those persist, but there, there is a change, isn't there?
2: Now, I want to mention that to you. You see, Mike was my student in 1967, and I'm very proud of him. He developed this. They were right for the time, but they were, with a few exceptions, all hardware-driven. The new ones are software-driven. And they are in the context of the speed of change. At the time, we didn't have much of a speed when in 1976, his book came out. Big difference. Second, the points he had were very valid, like entry barriers. But the nature of the entry barriers, the digital age is very different than the ones we had at that time. And there was very little discussion about the customer. Today, if you are not having the customer passion, no customer data, no use of algorithms on customers, and you cannot deliver the last mile, you won't exist.
1: Well, as you know, I grew up early in my career with American Hospital Supply Corporation and its competitive advantage was its distribution system. Well, there you go. but I, but that world's gone. I mean, distribution is no longer the king, and we're going to come go back
2: directly to the consumer.
1: Yeah, we're going to come back and talk more about that. We're going to yeah, come back. That's right, right. With, with Ram Charan, uh, and a few minutes after break, he's a world-renowned advisor to CEOs, business unit managers, boards of directors, and we're talking about avoiding extinction in today's rapidly changing digital ec- ecosystem. The Mentors is now in its fifth year. Past guests have included Marshall Goldsmith, Dolores Hart, Earl Smith, Martin Lindstrom, and Jim Lair. Don't miss any shows. Go to our website, The Mentor's Radio, or your favorite podcast platform and register for future shows. This is Tom Laurie, and this is The Mentor's Radio Show.
3: Hi, I'm the executive producer of The Mentor's Radio Show. Usually, I'm behind the scenes, but I want to tell you about something special. If you're an entrepreneur like me, you need steady energy and focus. Here's my secret. The demands of business, not to mention important time with family and friends, make steady energy so important. With more than one million fans, one million fans, I'm not alone in recommending Bulletproof. Go to feelgreat.vip. That's VIP, like very special person. feelgreat.vip to learn more.
4: Better life, better business. Hi, I'm Christoph Naur. I'm a certified business and life coach helping business owners increase productivity, profits, and improve personal life. I'm the founder of balance six money, health, relationship, time management, self-improvement, and higher power. I coach business owners to work smarter, not longer, to have time for better personal life. I hold you accountable for making time available to balance six to nurture yourself and your relationships and making more money with less stress. Get off the hamster wheel and I will show you the secrets to real success. In case you're wondering about my accent, I came from Switzerland more than 30 years ago, but I assure you, my coaching will be in excellent English. Visit our website at balance6.biz. That's balance6.biz.
0: And now, Back to the Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.
1: Welcome back. This is Tom Laurie, and I'm with Premier Business Advisor, Ram Sharon. And today we're talking about the new rules companies and individuals must adopt to avoid a fast death in a rapidly changing digital ecosystem. Remember, you can also listen to this show or any previous show via podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, Google, and more on any device at any time subscribe at the mentorsradio.com so ram we were, i mentioned that the last segment that uh, the company that i started with many years ago and early in my career was a uh, competitive advantage had to do with distribution but t- let's talk now about the the focus on the customer on the consumer
2: yes yeah you see the corner grocery store person knows by name who the customer is, when they come, what they buy. In my shoe shop, I knew the size of the feet of the people came to the shop. I used to carry four pairs of shoes, go to the people's home, fit them into the ladies' feet. We knew the customer size. That was 50, 60 years ago. Now, Jeff Bezos comes in and he says, I can use digital technology, cheap processing computer technology And I can use the 100-year-old algorithms and machine learning. And I can get dataized every single person's need. And I get that data. I process it. I recommend it. And then I have a continued connection with the customer. So customer need is number one, faster, better, cheaper, and more convenient. And one of the things that others are not yet able to copy After roughly 26 years, the last mile delivery you cannot do without digitization. Distribution went out. Last mile delivery came in. He has data on each of us. He knows what we buy. He can predict. He gives you what they call prime. You can buy more with one monthly fee. And he's able to get a variety that no physical shop can ever have. This is all because his ability as a businessman, business acumen, focused on customer, and be able to create an approach of three things. The, the prime, the engine that produces 300 releases a second, and the last mile delivery. No other company has yet gotten it, with the exception, somewhat in Alibaba and somewhat in JD.com in China.
1: So there is a... in Brazil. So there is, I mean, we're coming back now to your six rules, and your six rules have to do with how other companies can compete in this new environment. So you talk about Amazon, and they've got a... Pretty significant, and we're going to come and talk about it in more detail, the ecosystem and how that works with it. But also, it's just got a, a mass, a critical mass that's gigantic. How, how do you Huge. compete with that? How do you compete with that? No, you... no,
2: right on, Tom, right on. I'm writing a piece for the outlets that Amazon has to be broken up. There's no other way. I used to teach antitrust at Harvard. There is no antitrust law that can be applied legally to them. Because the, the, the central mass of 200 million people data continually coming every millisecond, 300 releases per second with the unbelievable, unmatchable last, mil, last mile delivery. Nobody can develop in the corridors it is against it. They have to find a way to break it up. They are suggesting five legislations I look at this morning. They are piecemeal. No matter what legislation does, in four years, it will have trillion dollars in sales and $400 billion of cash as gross margin to be able to allocate as it pleases. Its power of concentration is going to increase unless you split in three pieces or more and create equal competition.
1: This is Tom Laura. You're listening to the Mentors Radio Show. Today, we're talking with Ram Charan, taking control of your destiny in the digital world. So when you talk about that, number one, just to be clear with my audience, which is a continuum of people, when you're talking about the last mile, you're talking about eliminating the middleman, which gives them direct access. Totally. I mean, you eliminate the entire, and and the middleman could get 40 or 50% of that profit on the product that is, and it's gone, which changes the whole competitive environment.
2: You take brands like Nike, they are on Amazon. Amazon stores their merchandise in the warehouses. They take it all the way, and you can have a delivery in one day, two days, half a day, in 15 minutes. It is a system nobody ever built. Last year, they had 62 million square feet for warehouses, all robotics, all algorithmic and very high percentage of customer satisfaction to get your things in time in a proper package as you ordered. This is new age.
1: And the uh, Amazon, and you and I had a discussion, I don't know, a month or so ago, I was under the impression that their cloud services was contributing a great deal to their profitability, but you corrected me. Tell, let's, as you look at Amazon as a business and cloud services has become a big business, but that's not where all the money all the cash is coming from. We're going to talk about cash in a minute, but it's not yeah. the major yeah. contributor. Let me go
2: back. The greatest fallacy of educated people since the gap accounting got invented, they measured by earnings per share. It's fallacious. Many companies have gone down the train. It is managing cash per share. Cash is cash unless there is a fraud, you cannot manipulate. Bezos measures by cash per share. And so idea here is that he gets this cash and gross cash, and then he allocates a large part, if not most part, to invest in technology in last mile to create 25% for random growth. His sales are 400 billion, he grows 25% minimum. No other planet company on the planet does that. And now we come to the point. Here is that mm, these people are focused on customer and customer growth. They got all the cash, and they have a ton of cash in their till. That's well, the momentum.
1: Well, as you know, I was with again American Hospital Supply. I worked on a and and then I got yeah. into the then I got into the startup world, and. Yeah. Cash is everything. I mean, we don't even think about it. Absolutely. It's all about. So As one of the cash. Yeah. So one of the, for me personally, having switched into the startup world, I mean, we never looked uh-huh. at cash when we yeah, We never looked yeah. at cash in, yeah. the, in the corporate world. But in the startup world, you're looking at cash all the time. It's a different. Every ente- minute.
2: <laughs> you don't take a limousine. You take a taxi. You don't go first class. you're going to coach. Right. You've got a reduced fare and you've unrefundable. Failed to get the cost down by minimum half. Back to AWS, Tom. AWS is a still a small part of the total. And gross margin is much higher. And therefore, it shows profitability on the gap accounting basis. The rest of it, because you invest money in technology, warehouses, that gets what we call capex becomes opex. As a result, you pay less cash taxes and your APS is reduced. That is why people think it's not profitable. So I have taken a number of very large company CEOs privately to show when they said it's not profitable. So I take them, do the numbers in front of them and show them, I wish the hell you were that way.
1: So, So just for my audience, CapEx is capital expenditures and OpEx is operating expenditures. Operating,
2: so for example, that if you go to Mike Porter's area, which he did excellent, I believe, and you want to create a barrier like DuPont, you build a huge plant. And this way you put a lot of money, like billions in building a plant. That will be Capex. Today in Amazon, you put the money in building technology and that law allows it to become OPEX and you deduct from the current earnings, your taxes go down Cash taxes go down, and your EPS goes down, but you're building the growth for the future. That creates 25 percent per annum growth in revenues, and increases your gross margin over time in Amazon from 20 percent to 40 now, which is 50 percent higher than Walmart's.
1: Walmart is
2: hamstrung because of hard assets.
1: Okay, we're going to come back and continue this discussion with Ram Sharan, and we're talking about how to avoid extinction in today's rapidly changing digital ecosystem. Remember, you can now listen to our Saturday broadcast live anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio by clicking on San Francisco's KTRB 860 AM, The Answer. This is Tom Laurie, and this is the Mentors Radio Show.
0: and now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.
1: Welcome back. This is Tom Loy, and I'm with Premier Business Advisor Ron and today we're talking about the new rules companies and individuals must adopt to avoid a fast death in a rapidly changing digital ecosystem. Uh, I, I want to touch on something because you and I had a little exchange maybe a month ago, and... Do you think legacy corporate CEOs and management teams have got this? Or are they uh, slow to pick up on what this, because we're talking about extinction. This is uh, massive in terms of the new rules and
2: what people have to do. They are beginning to pick it up. Some of them tried two years ago, did not succeed. In retailing, you now have companies that have gone bankrupt. They should have picked it up. On the other hand, Best Buy, Herbert Jolly came in, he picked it up. I personally met the people from Best Buy three years ago, four years ago, they were desperate, they were unhappy. I met the HR people and Herbert comes in, he gets it, he does it, and the company price of the stock and survival is an example to have. Home Depot gets it, Target gets it. Since Doug McMillan came in Walmart, He gets it. They're coming along. They're losing some market share, I hear. I don't know the facts here, but I have no doubt Walmart is going to get there. BTW owned by the company, by the 3G guys in Brazil, is definitely got it. And they are ahead of Amazon and ahead of Walmart in Brazil. It's a contained area so they can outdo those people. Amazon is fighting a battle in India against the local guys and against the Walmart coalition, against a very big local company called GEO. So there is a three-way battle for the Indian market.
1: Now, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk about the platform and the importance of Thomas Bayes and Bayes theory. Yes,
2: yes, yes.
1: Tell us us about how important Thomas Bayes has been to all of this. I've got to
2: tell you, this is one of the things people love to know, that All of us in human beings always try to predict what Thomas Bayes, Reverend Bayes, 1763 from the UK, Ireland developed a theory that you already know of some facts that tells you the probability of that thing happening again. So we know that probability of Tom Laurie buying my stuff compared to the last five years data this year to buy $100 worth of merchandise is 0.6, because we have the hard facts. Then we say something happened, that he got a lottery. We got a new information. So Reverend Bayes developed a airtight theorem. You incorporate that and you predict again that he would buy $100 worth of new merchandise. And that could be 0.95. So he developed this theory that we use in Gallup polls. Anything, any company that is predicting on the basis of algorithms, they cannot do without the base theorem. It's airtight, and it is the one, without that, you're not likely to have any machine learning to go forward.
1: And you've advocated that CEOs and executive (laughs) teams and anybody should at least get online and learn about this and how to apply it. I mean, it's...
2: Oh, absolutely. See... You see, Tom, I have a company where the total management team, CEO and directory force, spend one full day at MIT every month. Boston based. Why can't they do that? I don't know. <laughs> they should. I think because they have to learn it's a new thing.
1: But there are, are there are certificate programs and things available that can help people right They <coughs> yeah. don't have to, everyone doesn't have to go to MIT. There are other things available.
2: Exactly. Exactly. But even if you don't go to MIT, Tom, what I did for one board, I'm on the board. I found a community college professor who worked at at Microsoft. He was a Princeton graduate. I had him come for one full day and teach it so people can clarify their thinking to the whole board. And then I was able to work with him and say, nine algorithms, that's all you need to know. You will learn what you need to do in your business.
1: This is Tom Laurie. You're listening to the Mentors Radio Show. Today, we're talking with Ram Sharan about taking control of your destiny in the digital world. Okay, so now uh, I'm, I'm this little guy, or I'm getting started. Uh, what would you tell – I mean, now you've got Amazon out there and uh, and Best Buy and all these big companies who are learning how to do all these things, but I'm a newbie into the marketplace. What would be uh, – obviously, learning Bayesian theorem and all of that, but what other things should I be thinking no, about? No,
2: you don't have to learn that. You do what you know best. Example. plus of the companies are SMB, small, medium enterprise. Right. And they are suppliers to many companies. They need to learn. So Tom, a, a, a book is coming in late October that how SMEs can digitize inexpensively and begin to see the results in 10 weeks. What they need to do is to define their pain points, number one they don't have enough cash. So help us, Mr. Digital Builder, how do I free up the cash? What digitization I need to do? There are six vendors I can recommend anytime. You get them in, get a contract, get your IT guy award, get them to put this in the period. They should be able to show proof of concept in four weeks. The other six weeks is to do the trial to see it is the right one. And you will see the pain being relieved from the 10th week on. I did that for the, one of the largest apparel company in the world. The chairman directly called me up and he said, I have this problem in India. I got a digital builder in about 48 hours. They started the work in week one, ninth week, cash coming, merchandise moving, done. We have now this whole digitization, almost a commodity. You can rent people just like you rent contractors to build a house.
1: Well, when we come back, we're going to talk some more about that and the ecosystem, which is so important. Uh, we're going to come back with Ram Sharon, world-renowned advisor to CEOs, business managers, boards of directors, and we're talking about avoiding extinction in today's rapidly changing digital ecosystem. You will find all of our past shows, show notes, and links, including... Uh, a link to Rom's new book at thementorsradio.com. Subscribe to future shows while there. This is Tom
7: Laurie, and this is the Mentors Radio Show. Hey, professional business women. I know how busy your life is. To look your best, nails matter. The good news is I can save you a lot of nasty chemical smelling nail salon time. Just imagine, a perfect manicure in just minutes at home even while watching tv no dry time no smudges no streaks and your new manicure will last up to 10 days often longer i'm talking about 100 real nail polish yes real nail polish including top and base coat all in one that can gently be stretched for a perfect custom fit gorgeous vibrant colors soft pastels gentle glitter or can't miss designs and nail art you have options. For about $12 a set, you can even get some free. Choose your colors or designs, receive them in about three days. Done. Everything you need is included. Polish easily removes and does not damage nails. Check it out. Nailsforme.com. Nails, the number four M E dot com. That's Nailsforme.com.
3: Hi, I'm the executive producer of the Mentors Radio Show. Usually I'm behind the scenes, but I want to tell you about something special. The demands of business, not to mention important time with family and friends, make steady energy so important. With more than one million fans, one million fans, I'm not alone in recommending Bulletproof. Go to feelgreat.vip. That's VIP, like very special person. Feelgreat.vip to learn more.
0: And now... Back to the Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.
1: Welcome back. This is Tom Loy, and I'm with Premier Business Advisor Ram Shrine. And today we're talking about the new rules companies and individuals must adopt to avoid a fast death in a rapidly changing digital ecosystem. You will find all of our past shows, show notes, and links at TheMentorsRadio.com. Subscribe to future shows while you're there. So let's talk bite size. You said you were talking, we're talking again about the small. Most of the businesses, the small to medium-sized businesses, and you've got this new book that's going to come out uh, later this year, which we will certainly pay attention to. But let's talk about the bite size and uh, bite size.
2: Very simple. Very simple. Most most SMEs are connected to some customer. So you digitize all your connections with your customers. Get the data get to know the knowledge, exchange the data, get some people from the vendor who will take the data, use machine learning, find the pattern and improve, which is the most critical problem in cash from the time an order comes. And by the time it is delivered and cash is received, digitize it. You will see relief within 10 weeks. Bite size, simple project. It is and almost SMEs have that who manufacture. If you what, are a retailer, go ahead.
1: No, no. Go, I, 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 I'm, so you, One of the things that all of us <laughs> have been around a while know about is the cost of acquiring a new customer and the cost of maintaining a customer and the acquisition cost typically is fairly significant. you look at that over time, but that's, that dynamic has all changed too. Hasn't it? With this digital. Totally,
2: totally changed. But before you go there, serve your existing customers first. Digitize the whole thing. There is nobody who has, so to speak, 100% of their customer wallet. And customers want innovation, adjacent segment, adjacent needs. That's what Amazon is doing. That you used to buy one thing from Walmart, two things from Walmart. Look how many things you can buy from Amazon. <coughs> Adjacent segments. So start where your first pain point is. And then, yes, all things about acquisition have changed.
1: And and then uh, people like Netflix, the addition of a new customer's cost for nothing, right? It just goes away.
2: Yeah. But today, they have to be changing their strategy because the competition. Disney now got 100 million subscribers. Amazon coming in. (coughs) The cost of creation of content is going up. So they got to think about how far the old strategy will be useful. And they are already hinting some changes. They want to, the rumors have it, they will also sell merchandise to the existing guys.
1: And (laughs) one of the... uh things that you write about which I I think is fascinating is the ecosystem and a value creating ecosystem and Amazon's probably could you touch on that just briefly and what what you mean by that and also when you think about the small person what can he or she do to create an ecosystem that can grow with them
2: yes number one this was invented by a guy named David O at Intel that when people buying something they have to have partners so ecosystem means a set of partners it could be a partner who work with you in the innovation and have customers. So you have your customers, their customers, and you multiplying the customers. That's what Amazon has. It has partnership with Nike. Nike used to have customers. They, they, Amazon didn't have those customers. Now you have a compound value of customers. So you build ecosystem for innovation, for customers, for additional services for the customer, that is how the word ecosystem came. If you are a small company, you will have non-competing suppliers to the same customer, which is a business. See what kind of collaboration you can do. You may do innovation with certain people who are non-competing. You figure that out, what that is. So I have a company, it's about a billion dollars in sales now. So we are creating partnership with the smaller companies that are hundred million dollars in sales, we don't compete with them. We take them to the new customers. They have technology. We work together. And we build about 10 of these as an ecosystem. It's beautiful.
1: This is Tom Lurie. You're listening to the Mentor's yeah. Radio Show. Today, we're talking with Ram Sharan about taking control of your destiny in the digital world. So the, the ecosystem, You you there are a couple of things I want to get to. Uh, one is the ecosystem allows you to think 10X or 100X as well, right? I mean, you talk about this. Really think big. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm going to give you this example. This is not a pie in the sky. This is real. People have been called visionary. I want to give you an example that says, you're not doing what people used to say. I am 100 million. In 10 years, I'll be a billion. No. That's pie in the sky. What Bezos does, he says the total market For consumption worldwide is 25 trillion. Online is 5 trillion. In this market, consumer what they really need, they need all kinds of merchandise. They need advertising. They need pills from the drugs, from the pharmaceuticals. I have the delivery system. I have the ecosystem they can put on my platform, I can sell. So my market legitimately today is five trillion, that is growing 5% per annum. I'm only today, 400 billion. I continue to do this. So in five 10 years, I could be there. So he has been thinking from day one that the total market to each of you, each of me, each of us is huge. How do I design this year? Put people to work, a new idea, new way. So he put that when he was selling DVDs and all that. How do I do streaming? To do that, he gets a team of four people. So he go to work, evaluate it, create a new business, go at it. So his investment is low. But he's also failed. We have 18 failures that were big failures for him. So 10x mean you imagine the need customer will have. What is that need, and then try to design your service and product. Experiment it. You only need to assign no more than six people to work it through. That's how he develop everything. He created teams of three. They call single-threaded team full-time, and they dot the i's and cross the t's to develop that as a business.
1: It sounds like uh, Bezos, in applying this from an S-curve creation standpoint, he's got multiple things going. I mean, failure's part of ex- moving forward. Uh, the world I live.
2: There it is. Yeah, the world it I is. live.
1: I mean, Safi Bacall wrote a great book called Shots. and you, we, we all know you can make 20 investments. Uh, 15 of them could go south, and three can be big winners, yeah. and that's that's what but it's Tom all about. But Tom
2: initially is initially focused on one, books. You're right. Tested no, started, his model. Right, right. And he was always there saying, no matter what, the gross margin is not negotiable. He must price his things in a way that initially gross margin was 20%. It will not be allowed to less than that, even though your bottom line will be negative. This is called business discipline. Remember Hewlett Packard? Remember that? Hewlett yeah, Packard? Yeah. It... Bill Hewlett.
1: Let's come back. I'm going nice? to cut. I'm, I'm going to cut for break, okay. and we're going to come back and talk okay. about Hewlett Packard. Okay. We'll be okay. right back with Ram Sharon, well-known business advisor <clears throat> to CEOs, and we're talking about extinction in today's rapidly changing digital ecosystem. You'll find most of our show notes and links at themectorsradio.com. This is
4: Tom Laurie, and this is the Mentors Radio Show. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about Hewlett Packard. Better life, better business. Hi, I'm Christoph Naur. I'm a certified business and life coach helping business owners increase productivity, profits and improve personal life. I'm the founder of Balance Six, money, health, relationship, time management, self-improvement and higher power. I coach business owners to work smarter, not longer, to have time for better personal life. I hold you accountable for making time available to Balance Six, to nurture yourself and your relationships, and making more money with less stress. Get off the hamster wheel, and I will show you the secrets to real success. In case you're wondering about my accent, I came from Switzerland more than 30 years ago. But I assure you, my coaching will be in excellent English. Visit our website at balance6.biz. That's balance6.biz.
0: And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.
1: Welcome back. This is Tom Laurie, and today I'm with Premier Business Advisor, Ram Charant, somebody I've known for many years. And uh, you have the benefit of having an hour with Ram. I've always told people that one hour with Ram and your brain will be mush. Uh, He tends (laughs) to get you. He's very
2: provocative.
1: Uh, So let's talk about Hewlett-Packard. That's how we closed out the last segment.
2: Yeah. So Dave Packard and Bill Hewlett always, I mean always, ask the engineers, come with a product idea. If it does not show 55% plus gross margin, don't come. That's the The reason was that you would produce a product that is unique, differentiated, people will pay the price for the value. So it's a very old concept. And he always kept it that gross margin cannot go below 20%. For the whole business, sometimes we have a lost leaders to get going. Today, gross margin is four zero, and I'm predicting in five years it will be 40, 44, Whether they bust the company or not, besides the point.
1: So the the uh, one thing I want to talk about coming back, because you're talking about margins and everything, So it's no longer about uh, the business model, it's the money-making model, and you've touched on a lot of that uh, already on the show, but it's a, isn't this money-making model, as I read the book, and and you know I've read all your books, this gets back to a book you wrote maybe 20 years ago about what every CEO wants you to know about throughput. Correct.
2: Correct, Tom. What a memory. Great. Yes. And I was able to compare a street vendor with Jack Welch. Right. I mean, and I could not work with him or fifteen businesses if I didn't know how to dissect them. Same thing.
1: Uh, so, those of my listeners that want to get a little more of this, he's got another book out there. It's what every CEO wants you to know. I think it was published ten or fifteen years ago, but it's still available. No, it's a new
2: new version came out Tom last year.
1: Okay, There's so we, a we got new a new version,
2: new examples. He said, "Amazon examples to show oh. how they're doing." Oh, I didn't know yep. that. Well,
1: that's great. I think that's yep. that's a that's a beautiful book. I can remember when you first told me about the concept because you actually did a paper for Ford that led to the book uh, for the yeah. CEO of it Ford. So, I, yeah, I, I want to make sure we close out since this is the mentors. Whether you're a CEO of a company or somebody that's aspiring to run a company or somebody that wants to make sure that they survive. What are some of the key attributes from a human standpoint that people ought to be thinking about? We've already talked about, you know, go out and learn about Bayesian theorem and all that. But what are the other attributes that an individual really needs to succeed?
2: Yeah. Number one, it's a business mind. You don't have to be CEO. The largest population of CEOs are the street vendors. One man show, one person show. So learn to be a business person and a CEO mind. In the company context, first and foremost as a leader is the people who are working with you. People before strategy. Because people decide strategy. People conceive strategy. People motivate other people. Number two, you go to that, learn about it. Number three, intuition is important but not enough. Get data get options, test your ideas, database decision making. And number four, spend a minimum a third of your time to see what is happening on the outside, what's coming in the future, because uncertainty is going to be here. It's not going away and build an ecosystem, even though it's a small one, but build one and digitize. Digitize fast, it's not expensive.
1: And you also talk about the uh, importance of courage.
2: Absolutely. Courage, tenacity, perseverance. And so you have to take some risks. But the key thing people need to understand, not taking a risk is highly risky now.
1: That's, that'll lead to failure for sure. Is so, right?
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, and one of the things you've told me, over so many years is that the CEOs that you've worked with over many years, one thing that distinguishes people who are really successful is their desire to learn. Uh, No doubt, no doubt. They're just Tom. When
2: I interview candidates for selection of CEO, I spend minimum one hour how they learn, what they learn, what is retained, how did they apply? And I don't mean going to the classroom. I test them, okay. You had a board member. He asked a question, what did you learn? You ran into a student uh, when you went to recruiting. You asked a question. He shot back and asked you a question. What went to your mind?
1: Well, we're going to have to close it off now. I'm going to ask you, Ram, right now that when you get this book out about the small, medium-sized businesses later this year that we can get you back on after the book comes out and we can talk about what we can do for those people.
2: Love to do that. And thank you. I'm very honored to be here. Your very, very probing questions. I love it.
1: So that's it. Until next week, at the same time, our guest today has been author, speaker, and renowned business advisor, Ram Sharan. We've been talking about his new book, Rethinking Competitive Advantage and the New Rules for the Digital Age. You will find a link to this book on our website. You can also find Ram on YouTube. But when you do Ram Sharan, add the word consultant because there's a movie star in India, and sometimes you'll end up there, and it's not the same Ram Sharan. Thank you, Ram, again. Thank you, Ram, for uh, joining Thank us. You. Appreciate you very
2: much. If you very tuned in late, Good, good luck listen. to everybody. If you
1: tuned in late, you can listen to this and past shows by downloading podcasts by going to our website, thementorsradio.com. When you're there subscribe for future shows. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next weekend at this time for the next edition of The Mentors Radio. Until then, this is Tom Lloyd signing off for today. Remember to be all that you can be and keep the candle lit for all who struggle in the darkness.
0: It's been The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.